All right. So my unpopular opinion today is I've been thinking a lot about this for quite a while, like both both you jackasses on the left and right of the political spectrum are wrong about this. You can't legislate morality. The only thing you do you can do is legislate is compliance. So hear me out, everybody. I've been thinking about how Americans today are not talking and like teaching each other, right? It seems that each political side just wants power in order to force laws upon the country as a whole. I don't want to participate in these arguments anymore. Don't get me wrong. I still have a social, societal, and political opinions, but I'm not going to continue the current path and to just talk about them. Hold on. This... Like, this reminds me of a story. Uh, My brother number two has three kids, right? Two of them boys. His wife took, like, them to my brother-in-law's barbershop, right? He cut their hair. And then he presented my sister-in-law, his wife, with a bill, right? She was not expecting to pay him and didn't have cash. So she had to write him a check, right? So she was actually expecting free haircuts because he's family. And he was expecting to get paid because he had already once cut their hair for free, like previously. So who's wrong in this instance, right? When brother number two and I are sitting at the kitchen table and he's bringing this up and he's complaining about it and he's telling me and everything, he's like, what do you think? And I said, you don't want my opinion. He said, yes, I do. You got everything changed you got real serious yes i do (sighs) okay you're both wrong right i said i didn't want to give my my opinion because he would not like it right he persisted kept asking yeah okay i get it number one like brother-in-law shouldn't charge family for a haircut like How about this? Just like I never charged him to do something electrical, right? I did replace something electrical in his his house one time when we went down for a trip. And he paid for the items at the store in which I installed, right? But I donated my time, my tools, and I did it safely. I did it to code, and I did it for free. I mean, because guess what? That's what family does, right? So how was his wife wrong? my sister-in-law, right? You don't go into a place of business and receive a service and you don't expect to pay a fee. Like the world, I don't know, maybe just the U.S. doesn't work like that. But how does this story relate to the political arguments of both the Democrats and the Republican parties? You are both wrong. Not about everything. You have some logical arguments about like a lot of issues in each column right but then again you're also really wrong in some categories too and both sides are far from perfect and the stuff that people dig their heels in are some ridiculous things but then again some of them are vital right so what does the party in power do when they have the power and can finally get their way They change the rules. In this case, we're talking about the laws 
to suit their political belief system. And what does the other side feel about it? Pretty much anger. So we're going to talk. Buckle up. We're going to talk about. um, It's going to get messy. All right. Big arguments. Probably the top arguments. Abortion and trans rights. I said it. It's out there. We're going for the two biggest landmines there are in the political arena. I mean, maybe guns and drugs, and maybe I'll cover those. I'm going to cover those, right? But, I mean, there's some big issues, but let's let's talk about those later. Okay. <sighs> Deep breath, everyone. Abortion. Now, I have to get it out of the way. Personally, I don't agree with abortion, but I do also recognize that it's the law of the land. Yes, I object to it as a Christian, but I'm completely setting that aside for now. And I'm only looking at it rationally, right? Abortion is allowed by state and federal law. If you disagree with an abortion clinic, you don't go and firebomb them, you psycho, right? You go directly to the individual, considering it, and give them other options. You, can use, you can't use like this mob rule tactics to outlaw it here, there, and oh, sometimes there, and um, you know, there, oh, but not there. <sighs> you should be having deeper conversations about it with people as an individual. The nation may have been founded on religious liberties and a Judeo-Christian belief system, but as we head more into the future, you need to consider all the other people's opinions, not just your own, and if you object to abortion you need to replace it with a viable alternative, not just stick to this, well, that's the law, deal with it, suck it, loser, mentality, right? Like I said earlier, you can't legislate your morality upon others. You could only force compliance. You're really only forcing them to follow your laws for as long as you hold the power. And then you turn around and you're shocked when the other side takes power and changes the law to better suit what they want. Maybe you won't like hearing this, but there's a problem with the world today with everyone being so closed-minded and loving an argument and not a conversation. Right? That's all they want to do. They just want to talk. You just want to be right. You want to be first. And you don't care about what anyone else involved in, the f- in these fallouts like from your decisions. If you have the power and you use it to get your way, despite what the other people in the political party wants, well, you just create more animosity and anger. In my opinion, if you're against abortion, you should be educating couples, single people, single moms, right, on their on their options. You should be donating money to organizations that believe in taking care of, like, the babies or the pregnant women, you should be encouraging more people to adopt, right? You should adopt a child yourself. I know a guy who's adopted one child, another guy who adopted two children, and I know a guy who adopted three children, right? And that is them making a direct impact on those kids' lives, not just legislating away something that they don't like. Think about this, and this is a truly simplistic argument for the sake of ease, right? We have, as a community, 
adopted a law that says no skateboarding on the sidewalk when these signs are posted. Like, yada, yada. I don't really know exactly what the law says. It just says no skateboarding, jackass. Get off. All right. Think about it, really. How many people skateboard? Like, in this entire country, what would you say as a percentage of people that in their lifetimes are ever going to get on a skateboard? Oh, never mind. That number's too high. So let's narrow it down. How many people do you think in America today are the type of people that are going to use a skateboard as a primary method of transportation? Now, of those people, what's their age range? That age range is so low. And now, there it is getting to the heart of the problem. So... I think now we're talking less than 1% of Americans, right? And they are all significantly the younger generations. You oldies aren't going to be on a skateboard. You're going to break a hip. You don't want that. So instead of creating a law that would be able to please all parties involved, you, we, just created a law that says no skateboarding on the sidewalk. So... Just break it down. What are we trying to protect on the sidewalk? Is it people? We don't want people getting knocked down? All right. How about a law that says no skateboarding within 30 feet of a non-skateboarded person, right? Now, if you break that law and crash into someone, you're going to be held responsible for that action. And wouldn't that save a lot of trouble? Or let's talk about the time frame. What if you're skateboarding at 2 a.m.? First, gross, right? Uh, Go home and go to bed, man. (laughs) I'm old. I don't want to be up at 2 skateboarding. But why can't you skateboard at that time, right? You're far less likely to injure anyone. So why should it still be illegal at that hour when no one is affected other than you? It just doesn't make sense to create that rule for like the general public when you're really singling out a small group of targeted people or as we usually call that a minority i told you that was an overly simple argument right but let's let's take a step towards the other political party right oh, buckle up again you want to protect trans people from violence i applaud you for that but why is it a hate crime to hit a trans person like why is it an extra crime if someone anyone punches me in the face it's certainly illegal just like it is to hit a trans person so why the extra laws is the punch to the face any less impactful to a cisgender person like let me ask you this do you want to be punched in the face <laughs> all right probably some of you sickos do but we're, we're not you're, you're into that. I'm not. We're not talking about that. I don't care. So let's take the freaks out of the equation. No one wants to be assaulted or violated. So why the extra laws? Well, you want to prevent crimes from happening to them. I do too, okay? I want all crimes to not happen to people. Well, you just want like an extra punishment for hateful people. But who's getting punched in the face, right? Like everybody could be punched in the face and that's pretty hateful so what we need to do is to actually teach people to be more kind more loving more accepting it just makes no sense to be treating the symptoms and not the root cause 
And yes, I agree with you. There are some real pieces of crap out there, and they're going to hurt people. But we need to get to the root of the problem and start and stop treating the symptoms. It's exactly like that TV show. Actually, it's not like that TV show in any way, shape, or form. But um, the one with uh, that jerk doctor who he's like a terrible person. I think he's a drug addict, but he's an absolute genius, right? When he's like, what is he, a diagnostician, whatever. Um, House, Dr. House, whatever, right? Okay, through those episodes, I know it's an old show, whatever. I liked it. Through those episodes, they treat the symptoms that are arising during the sickness and everything, but the ultimate goal of that show is like the big aha reveal at the end of the patient like this is the patient's real problem and everything gets fixed so that hate-filled person that's going to punch tranny uh oh am i allowed to say that anymore i don't think i am i don't know i didn't mean any disrespect all right so that hate-filled person who punches a trans person like what is the root cause for that right? Like they are obviously showing their symptoms at the surface level at this point. And I think it's time to dive deeper into that individual's life and really figure out what the problem is, right? Yeah, that's probably going to take, you know, extra time and effort to figure out, you know, what might help them? Maybe you're right. Extra, extra jail time for punching the trans person. But you know what might harden their attitude? Extra jail time, right? I say we need to do that research and show it to the public. Does that extra jail or prison time prevent crime against the trans community? I really don't know this. And if you have any articles with stats, research, whatever, please email them to me, the eclectic standing room at Gmail, right? So let's get back on topic. <laughs> Forget that. Let's go way off the rails. Another example. Um, what else did I cover? Drugs. Let's talk about drugs, or at least like marijuana, right? Back in the day, you had like this cult-like following or fear-mongering that was all like, your white women are going to smoke reefer and sleep with the black men after smoking one marijuana cigarette, right? And you had that like upper rich class white men change the laws, and boom, you now enforce morality on the people. Did you get compliance in the situation? Heck No. More people use, buy, sell, and do, like, jail and prison time for drugs. I actually just saw a meme the other day, and it showed a police training academy building had been sold to a marijuana grow operation, right? <laughs> the words on it said that drugs have finally won the war on drugs, okay? So, I'm going to interject some personal thoughts and feelings on this, right? I don't do drugs, Oh, I do caffeine. That is a drug. I love caffeine, right? And one time I had my wisdom teeth pulled out when I was like 20. They gave me like 10 to 12 Vicodins, right? I took one whole one and I slept for like 16 hours. I woke up, my mouth still hurt, and so I took another half a pill, right? I slept for another 16 hours and I decided after I woke up that like these aren't the thing for me. And I think I flushed them whatever i was 20 i didn't know the proper way to dispose of meds like i do now sorry but anyway i've stayed clear of everything else time out that's not true uh i had when i had my second kidney stone i had iv tramadol let me tell you 
I think I now understand why people do drugs, right? I got a nice, like, weightless, warm hug from the universe, and I was, like, falling into the sky, right? (laughs) Yeah, it was so good that it scared me straight, right? I don't want to go chase that ever again, right? Now, I'm going to tell some family secrets. More than half of my family has battled, like, drug addiction in some way. Like, some are battling it now. Some aren't even fighting back anymore, okay? They've given in. I do think that there must be some kind of, like, genetic predisposition for it. If there is, like, we all got it. And I'm just going to run like heck from them, right? I I mean, I do take drugs every night, though. I take, see, two apple cider vinegar pills that supposedly reduce my chances of another kidney stone. I take an allergy pill. I take fish oil, uh, multivitamin, extra vitamin C, and a statin. So that's like uh, seven pills. Uh, but as you can see, I'm a wimp. No, no hard drugs for me. <laughs> but even though I don't use drugs, the fact still remains that you can't legislate your morality onto people. Some people are into drugs and always will be, right? Some probably do stay away from drugs during their lives for fear of the consequences, but I will say it again. That's only compliance. That isn't a morality change inside that person. I guess the overwhelming argument here is if you put it into your own body, who's to stop you, right? You certainly wouldn't allow it in some cases, such as, say, a pregnancy, right? Like, that will have detrimental effects. We all know that. So, like, that absolutely has to be illegal. But guess what? People are still going to do it. Because your morality does not, like, somehow go into that person by writing a law about it, right? You need those boots-on-the-ground, hardworking individuals to make contact, educate, and get people off drugs during pregnancy, right? What was our final argument? Guns. Oh, oh boy. All right, so this one's this one's major because whether you want to admit it or not, like guns are in our Bill of Rights and that's attached to our con- Constitution and like, yeah, it's considered a major point for this morality argument, I'm thinking, right? Um, You know, it's kind of disgusting what Republicans won't say. Like killing people is super easy with a gun. They won't say that. Right. Why can't they admit that? Like if you put a gun in my wife's hands, guess what? I don't stand a chance. Our sizes are drastically different. I outweigh her by like 100 pounds and I could bench press her. Right. She wouldn't stand a chance against me in a fight. But if she were confronted by a man my size and she has a pistol in her hand, suddenly those scales have tipped way into her favor. Right. And. For anyone, the Republicans, anyone, to, like, ignore that fact is just, like, it's foolish and disingenuous, right? You have to understand that that weapon is powerful, okay? So let's bash the libs for a minute, okay? For you to make rule after rule to outlaw firearms, it's just wishful thinking, You aren't making a difference. 
people are still going to murder people with guns. Why? Because there are bad people out there in this world. Now, I know the stats, like, and maybe you're choosing to ignore them, but guess what? Knives way outweigh the weapon used to kill people in America, right? And I believe that baseball bats and hammers, both individually, are more deadly or used more to murder people in America. Like, I also understand that when you argue, like, if we can make a law that can save just one life, it's worth it. No, it's not. You just can't argue, like, the good of one for the sake of all the people. It's like that old uh, morality test. Uh, maybe you remember, maybe you've heard of it, whatever. Like, the, I don't know. There's a train, and, you, like, you're the conductor or something. I don't know. The train is heading down the tracks, and you see it's going to hit one of your loved ones, right? They can't move, whatever. They're trapped. They're stuck, whatever. You can change the tracks and save your loved one but you're going to kill like five innocent people that you don't know instead. Like, and the what decision are you going to make? Okay. That's what you're arguing when you want to save one person. You're actually talking about that one person that you love, but we are supposed to actually consider all people when creating legislation. And no... I don't think that a law like created in Texas should be considered effective in California. Like the states are too different, like too big, and you just can't apply like laws uni unilaterally across the whole US, right? Like we should be allowed to rule ourselves locally. But that's where the problem lies with guns. It's a constitutional argument. To say it's not is a lie. Right. To simply say that we need to get rid of the Second Amendment is a massive task. Like you want to remove the protection that I guess like you would have to. I think you have to get like two thirds of Congress on board, whatever. And then like two thirds of the state have to adopt it and then you ratify it. And OK, I'm not going to lie. I know I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I know it's like really, really hard. Right. And if you really do, if you really, truly did think it was a good idea state your case convince everyone in america like that you need to make the change but then you know what happens guns are still going to be legal in various states because they're going to make local laws to govern their people and you're still in the same boat right that like that still isn't going to get rid of guns it's just like everybody's freaking out right now about like the overturning of roe versus wade like, you will still have states that create laws governing an abortion. It's just, oh man, if you want change, real change, you have to change the hearts and minds of people. You don't get to go in and just bully them into following your laws today that are going to change tomorrow when their group takes power. And as long as we keep fighting each other, we aren't going to accomplish anything.